0: A reading from Mark sixteen five 5-8 As they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. Don't be alarmed, he said. You are looking for Jesus the Nazarene who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. But go tell his disciples and Peter, He is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him, just as he told you. Trembling and bewildered, the women went out and fled from the tomb. They said nothing to anyone, because they were afraid. Uh, Usually, uh, these uh, crucifixion and resurrection stories happen uh, in March, April of uh, the following year. And so it's kind of interesting, as we're coming into the Advent season, uh to be talking about that it's contra kind of the way the church organized uh our you know basically the daily readings and and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. But here uh you know the the, the what I kind of focused on uh, when I was uh reading this and, and writing about it is is this command to go and tell. Hmm. And I think we've talked about this before, but go and tell, Um, go and make disciples of all nations. And behind that, for me, is this miracle that happens in that part of the world, kind of radiating out from Jerusalem, Mm -hmm. To uh, the world beyond, a, a, a world in rebellion against God. And yet, for the next, how many years it was, 70, 80 years, in the, the first century, uh, this spread, which could not be stopped, uh, and is it kind of, um, uh, the, the story is in the book of Acts. Um, But it's only such a partial and small aspect of all the things that were happening that kind of affirm that Jesus is alive that we're reading here, because everybody anticipated that oh he was dead he's been put in the tomb, and they're they're really coming there to um, deal with his body kind of the rituals of of burial. in this case, in a tomb. But all of that changes when an angel, you know, tells them, directs them that something extraordinary has happened. And um, uh, you, I mean, and and they don't know what to do really, but they do as they're commanded. So that's really uh, my take on it.
1: Yeah, it's cool that you're focusing on that go and tell. You know, Jesus is going to say the same. Um, and then you've got the Great Commission. And I, I, as you mentioned that, I'm thinking about the true nature of the word gospel or the, the Greek word evangelion is where we get the word evangelism. An Evan- evangel is an announcement, right? It's an announcement of victory that they were actually using this term before, you know, the New Testament was written and using it to announce Christ's work. They were using it like the Roman soldiers would use it to announce victory over their enemies. It's it's really an announcement of victory. And so it makes sense that the angel and Jesus would say, go and tell it, go make this announcement about what Jesus has done. He's died and he's risen again. That's the spreading of the gospel. And that's actually how the kingdom, kingdom of God expands. It's through the announcement of the finished work. It's an important distinction for us because sometimes we get ourselves into a little bit of trouble when we think about, you know, how do we build the kingdom? How do we expand the kingdom? And we come up with all these programs and we come up with all kinds of things that really exhaust, exhaust, exhaust us and our volunteers and everything, when really it should start with this proclamation, this herald, this announcement, go and tell. And, and when we announce the gospel, we announce the good news of, of the finished work of Christ, Everything else will flow from that. All our programs, all our strategies, all our efforts. Um, But it really does. I I like the the fact that you're focusing on this because it it really comes down to this: go, tell, and then and then um, watch how the kingdom expands.
0: You know, I think uh, you know. I'm not going to go into this too much, but if you look at the stages of belief, it comes to me. Uh, later in life, uh, in the moment of a crisis, and you—you—it's almost like a baby being born. Hmm. Uh, that what you know is only what you have known, and then you progress. In my case, about thirty years—you uh, know, ten years after, about ten years after I had started. Um, Maybe it's a lot less than that, but I started reading on a daily basis. But that had no influence, uh, it, it direct conscious influence on me in terms of uh, where I was headed. I had no idea where I was heading. I just did it. So I just I was obedient to the the call of go. Um, now you know. Fast forward to today, uh, I feel the mission in my particular case is to reveal my faith to others, hmm. uh, not because it's my faith, but because it's transformed me into somebody that is not filled with doubts and pauses and or what is church all about and you know why Jesus and is he real and all these questions. They've been discarded by me uh, and what's replaced it is belief. And I don't question the presence of an angel there. Mm. However, that looked in real, real life. Mm. It's not a question to me. The thing is amazing is just a few short days before everybody was fleeing with a few exceptions. Now a reverse, uh, you know, a reverse thing is happening and they're obedient. They're not, not out of fear, but out of joy.
1: Hmm.
0: That they've heard that Jesus is going to be in Galilee and they are going to see him again. It's amazing.